You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, everybody? Happy Thursday to you. For those of you joining us live on the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast, I'm Anthony Cazenza. Coming at you right back to back after our, our Wednesday show with John Sheeran and myself. And we are bringing you, as we always do on Thursday, in the early portion of Thursday, to get you set for your week. We're bringing you fantasy football advice, survival football advice, etc., we are leading on the expertise of one Derek Davis, also known as the Orange Arrow Bengals super fan. Derek, we were complaining and commiserating about some of the things going on in life before we took the air. But otherwise, how are you doing? Are we have we recovered from the Jets? I, I, I still haven't really fully recovered from it, truthfully. But are you are are you moving on? Are you doing okay? You turning the page? yeah? You know. Bill Bill Belichick said it best, right? We're on to Cincinnati, so mm. fortunately, we're on to Cincinnati to play the Browns. So right. you know, that that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. And um, actually, one one of your showmates on here, uh, Matt Manick, actually kind of had a almost a uh, serenity to to the whole situation when he when he was talking. You know, he he was almost like they needed this. And that's that's the way I chose to look at it. So it sucks we lost, but yeah, like I said, we're on to the next one. That's really, I mean, if you're going to be optimistic about it, that's really the only way you can look at the loss to the Jets uh, by by the Bengals here, because you know they were media darlings for a week, um, and you know it, they, they did not play their best game by any stretch of the ima- imagination. A lot of the basics were not being done. Uh, and so really, it's just kind of like, well, how do you rebound? What's your response, especially in one of your biggest games of the year? I mean, they're all big, obviously, but uh, and especially as this, the schedule goes on, they get bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. But, you know, this one is obviously a big one going forward in terms of hosting. Are you going? Are you going to this one? I will be there. Yep. It'll be um, every every home game. That, that's one of the, the I, I love. This is my first year getting season tickets. So I, I love the thought of, you know, especially this back half of the stretch being five, five home games and five with an eight or something like that. So it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, and, you know, three of those being divisional, right? So, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, For those tuning in live, you can submit questions to us in one of the live chats, whether you're on a lunch break, whether it's a little early for you, what have you, if you've got some fantasy questions, submit those to us in one of the live chats so Derek can answer those for you. We're going to talk a little bit about some uh, players that 
we need to keep an eye on some, maybe some special teams, defensive units or players that we need to keep an eye on survival picks and uh, really just uh, some other, some other things that we want to talk about. But like I said, Derek is going to be there on Sunday and who do you need to look out for? You need to look out for this guy in the stands right there. <laughs> uh, so he, he'll probably be dressed to the nines as the orange arrow as he usually is. This is your fantasy uh, channel here. And we, we like to share this because like I said, we lean on your expertise for some of these fantasy football plays. We don't want to give away all of your secrets and, and everything, but uh, we, we want folks to go to your YouTube channel. I posted the, the link in our live chats, but tell us a little bit about your show before we kick things off. Yes, every Wednesday, every Friday, except for this past Wednesday. It's been, like like you said earlier, it's been a little hectic this week. So, um, and unfortunately, yesterday I wasn't able to go live. So we will be divulging all of the fantasy knowledge that I possibly can on this show today. Just to try to help help the listeners out, help the viewers out. And um, every Friday, every Friday we do um, best bets and and stuff like that. So make sure you tune in Friday to get to get some betting advice. I guess you could say I I didn't do too bad last week, but it it was definitely better the week before. That's for sure. Well. Definitely go, please subscribe to Derek's channel. There does some great work, and of course, like I said, we lean on him for for some of this advice. Because if you look at my record across my fantasy football leagues, it is less than stellar to be to be sure. So I want to be genuine. I want to rely on someone who is a bit more successful at the fantasy football thing mm-hmm. than I am, and we want to have a little bit of a show about fantasy football now. Um, where, where did how did we do last week? I, th- I feel like whether it's survival, I know for a fact in survival football, the Bengals really screwed a lot of people. Thankfully, not myself uh, in that one last week. And then, of course, um, you know, just kind of some if you played the Bengals defense, if you did all kinds of different things that that the Bengals just kind of did not do people a lot of favors in a lot of different regards last week. But other than that, how are we looking in terms of what we some of the picks from last week? Actually. If you want to start with the Bengals, um, fantasy wise, every none of them really hurt you. You know, Jamar Chase he only had what thirty yards or something like that, but he did have the touchdown to to save his fantasy week. Um, your 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 actual star of the week, Tyler Boyd, had a very good fantasy week last week, and then um, you know T Higgins had the ninety five yards and and. Every every single Joe Mixon had two touchdowns and and like ninety five yards uh, from scrimmage. So every fantasy guy on um, on the Bengals actually didn't do bad. But the um, some of the starts of the week that we said uh, Carson Wentz was our quarterback start of the week. He was quarterback fourteen and it finished as quarterback ten. So within that top twelve, so he was definitely. Uh, Definitely streamable. And then one of our sits of the week we had was uh, Dak Prescott, and he didn't end up playing. So I guess you could say we did all right on that one, but I guess if you wanted to look at it in, in other ways, he didn't really play. So, Well, that's good. To, that's, I guess, good in some ways. Philip McKenzie here, we pinned that comment on, on the live Facebook chat. It says, hey, guys, I had Burrow last week, and I kicked button one. Burrow put up a lot of points. 
um, with the yards and the touchdowns, et cetera. The interception hurt a little bit, but even kind of to your point, even if he played the Bengals defense, I, I, I haven't, I haven't looked at it cause I don't think I have them in one of my leagues, but even if you played them, they still got you mm-hmm. the three turnovers despite the touchdowns and the yards that they gave up. So, yep. I mean, I think a little bit, they would have kept you a, a tiny bit afloat despite things. It's really, really like, like you said, it's, it's kind of more just the overall outcome. So if you bet on the game, if you bet on the lines, if you bet on them to win outright in survival football, um, that that's where it would have hurt you. And of course, you know, the Bengals did not play well, but there's that whole aspect of the officiating that came into play at the end of the game and during the game and all kinds of different situations. But bygones yeah. be bygones. Uh, going to take that one on the chin and and move on there. Um, what did we – were there some that we did not do well on this last week? Because we like to call ourselves out, I guess, if we, uh, if we did not make the right call for you. Yes, unfortunately, I one of my starts of the week was Leonard Fournette. Um, he was uh, running back 17 on the week was where he was uh, ranked, and I thought he could finish within the top 12. He was running back 42 on the week is where he <laughs> finished. So that one, not so good. And then um, one of my one of my quarter or my sits of the week was, I guess you could say that this one didn't really pan out very well because I said Elijah Mitchell. And, well, I I know that one didn't pan out very well because he was (laughs) running back 19 and he finished as running back eight. So that one's, you know, he's, he, that's one heck of a, one heck of a football player right there. Well, that's a little bit of recapping last week and where, um, where we're at with things there, I, I would say, you know, again, there's the, even even some of the Bengals plays did not did not kill you um, unless you you went out right on the game or the points or that sort of thing. But um, overall, a couple of good suggestions there. We feel like as well as you know maybe a miss or two, but that's that's okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> Uh, where where should we go next? Would you like Would you like to kind of have me show? By the way. I guess we'll go here. The, oh man, King of the Bad Beats. I I tweeted it out earlier this week. I think I lost by less than a quarter of a point based on Mm. Patrick Mahomes' performance, if you wanted to call it that, on Monday night. All I needed was just like, just a tiny, tiny bit of a break. But I also had the Chiefs to win in my survival pool, so it's kind of like a double-edged sword there. Um, So look, I had kind of a quandary in one league, and then I want you to check out the league that, you have commissioned and let me know what you think here again i'm going to embarrass myself with uh my leagues my my record etc here so here is one i have in the yahoo league now this is kind of a good i this one is a good problem to have uh in, in terms of the wide receiver situation so i think cd lamb is is he questionable or is he out um he's he uh, he's questionable and yeah, i think I was going to say, I think as far as C.D. Lamb goes, I think it was just one of those, uh, they get the little cue pop in in the middle of the week because Wednesdays are a little limited and stuff like that. They had to put that. So I think C.D. is going to be good to go as far as health-wise. And he's been a good play for me. Now, here's here's the quandary, okay? I've got Lamb, Marvin Jones, who is basically their number one now with uh, Mm -hmm. DJ Chark out of the lineup. Uh, and then Jerry Judy, that's who I have in this league. But on the bench, 
AJ Green's COVID-19 list designation has kind of thrown a wrench in things for me there. So I, I guess this decision has made has been made a little bit for me. Looks like Devontae Parker is also questionable. So I've got Devontae Parker and Chase Claypool as opposed to Marvin Jones Jr., Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb. Uh, any? Do you think I should make any switches there based on the, the wide receiver? It's kind of a good problem to have, but again, a couple mm-hmm. of questionable. Devontae Parker, if, if he starts this week, I really do like him a lot. Um, you know, he's got that, that Houston uh, game. And right now he's ranked as wide receiver 28. And yeah, that's what I thought. And Marvin Jones is wide receiver 30. What worries me about uh, Marvin Jones is they are going up against Buffalo, who I think is ranked at like top five in um, the cornerback matchups, you know, as far as the cornerbacks versus wide receivers. So that one I, I tend to steer away from from uh, wide receivers that are playing Buffalo. Okay, just because of the defense and, and what, what Buffalo can do there? Okay. Right. And and not always does the the DBs, you know, that I think Mike Clay writes a um, writes an article every week about wide receiver cornerback matchups, and, and he goes in and talks about, you know, who has the best wide receiver matchup, who has the worst, and then – he, he always says that not every cornerback is going to beat every wide receiver every time when they're, you know, those shutdown, lockdown corners. But that one, it, it does worry me a little bit. So uh, I, I want to ask you about this. Um, the – look at uh, – you could see there my, my running back is Nick Chubb, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Chubb coming off the injury. Is it, he is healthy. He's played the last couple of weeks obviously has been a guy who has had a lot of success against the Bengals. However, the Browns offensive line, we're going to get to more like individual players that could or could not be um, up there in terms of uh, what, what we should do here. But Nick Chubb uh, projected for about 14 points against the Bengals. However, no Kareem Hunt behind him, right? Uh, They've got Jack Conklin is out. Uh, I think it's Jedrick Wills who who is having some injury issues. He's been limited in practice and some other things going on. Um, what, what's the viability of Chubb uh, right now in terms of playing him this week against the Bengals defense, who has largely been good, but the Bengals defense um, kind of trying to find itself after last week? Yeah, Nick Chubb, he's currently ranked right now as uh, running back 12. And I – it's really hard because I I struggle with playing players against the Bengals, um, especially this year because it's a little different this year because of our defense playing so well. But, you know, last week I, I at the very last minute, put Michael Carter in my lineup because I was just like, you know what? He's the better player. You got to play the better player, even if it's a matchup that you don't really necessarily like. And, that worked out for me last week. So, you know, Nick Chubb, I would I would say, especially because Cleveland, I think, I got a weird feeling that they are going to run a very similar offense that the Jets ran on, on us last week. They're going to rely on their checkdowns, especially with Baker being hurt. And um, Nick Chubb, he doesn't get a whole lot of catches in the backfield or at, as, like, running back screens and stuff like that. But – 
you have seen his targets go up since uh, Kareem Hunt got hurt. So I would say keep him in your lineup for sure. Okay, so that that kind of answers that one here, and we're going to get to more. Um, I want to talk about this Cleveland-Cincinnati game as well a, a bit more. So that is one of the things going on with my league. I just want to take a quick glance and, of course, promote what you're doing in the uh, Sleeper App League that we've got going on here. Tell us, first of all, a little bit about that league and the charity that's being benefited. Yeah, so um, last year I started this when I was – my persona was the Bengal and I, I basically just started it up because I wanted to do something for a charity for one of a, one of the players. And I was like, I was thinking I was going to switch it up every year. And then, um, you know, Burrow, when he had his Heisman speech was talking about the, the people in Athens and the kids in Athens and stuff and not being, you know, being less fortunate and stuff like that. And he started his hunger relief foundation. I'm like, you know what? That would be a great charity to do this for, especially since I live, well, I grew up not very far away, going to Athens every single year for ball games and stuff like that. So I I live pretty close to Athens, and it just kind of struck close to home for me. So that's what I do this for. It's for uh, Joe Burrow's Hunger Relief Foundation. I'm growing it each and every year. Last year we had 20 people or 24 people do it. This year we've had 40. So I'm hoping to grow it each and every year and do a um, just one big tournament for a bunch of Bengals fans. Well, it's a really cool idea. You've got some some of us that kind of do some different things in, in terms of covering the Bengals and whatnot. So uh, I, I was pleased to, even though I am a seller dueller the past couple of years in this thing, um, I am I've been pleased to to at least contribute how I can for, for the cause that you're doing. So kudos to you in, in creating this. Um, so here you go here. I had to make a couple of changes here and I did. So actually right before we got on the air, AJ Dillon, who just, I, I, I don't know why I just seem to put, pick him up in all my different leagues because of running back injuries. So AJ Dillon, who obviously is a rotational guy in green Bay with Aaron Jones. Um, and then I had to add in a different kicker and I, Yes, I know Mason Crosby, but he puts up points. So I uh, I had him on there. I had to sit Leonard Fournette. Um, so any of these down here that you think of, um, Galladay, Gasicki, Washington, uh, Jacobs has been in and out of the lineup a bit, and I just wonder if he's a guy that should be played this week, um, especially in the wake of you know the the Raiders. And we don't need to even go into that whole deal. But the Raiders losing mm-hmm. the wide receiver, etc., um, and maybe focusing a bit more on the run because of it. Josh Jacobs is um, currently running back seventeen. His ranking is on the week. I like his. I like his matchup with this week with the Giants. You've seen last week what uh, Derek Gore of all people. If I don't know if he's related to Frank Gore or not, but <laughs> what he done. Um, as far as the against the Giants defense, so I, I do like Josh Jacobs a lot, and I actually like I like AJ Dillon a lot as well. Um, oh, I just sat him. <laughs> yeah, I know, I saw that. So David Johnson worries me a little bit because I thought, and I even had him as a um, as a pickup last week because I thought that. He was going to get a bulk of the carries and everything once they let um, Mark Ingram go to um, – where did he go to? Oh, uh, New Orleans. Right. 
But it it when when I seen last week, it it seems like he just kept that same role, and they you know they got other people more involved, and it was just like it was a little it was a little um, devastating almost to see you know the fall from grace that David Johnson has has had. So you know I like I like Josh Jacobs this week. I like AJ Dillon because I just this kid is continuing to show each and every week why Green Bay drafted him. I mean, he's almost Saquon. Like, you know, he's got those huge quads and he can just power through guys. And <laughs> I just, I really like it the way he plays. So, yeah. And then doing- I even like, I even like Mike Gusecki. Um, you know, I, I even said it last week. I said, this guy just continues to shove pie in my face because every week I, I, tell people to almost almost every week I tell people to bench him and he's just continuing to show why why he's good for Miami but I do not like him over Travis Kelsey so <laughs> yeah that's that's where I and you know Henderson um in, in one of the flex positions and then Josh Allen in the other so it's hard mm-hmm. to hard to for me to get Gasicki in there um obviously the Chiefs offense not really doing what they normally do but at any rate uh, so I took a couple of your pieces of advice there, moved Jacobs and Dylan into the starting lineups there. Uh, Jacobs had kind of been banged up the past few weeks. So um, I think now that he's not, he doesn't have any of that kind of injury cloud hanging over him. That is uh, some moves there. So I appreciate that. We're going to get to a couple more of the play, you know, plays, players, that sort of thing, as well as game picks, survival picks, et cetera. Going forward, I'm Anthony Cazenza with the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast, and he is Derek Davis, also known as the Orange Arrow, who will be at Paul Brown Stadium this weekend. So go look for him for sure. Get a photo op. I'd be jealous. I wanted to wanted to get a photo op <laughs> with him when I was out there, but couldn't couldn't get it to to happen. But at any rate, we are leaning on him for some fantasy football advice. And we're going to continue to do so as this episode continues to roll on. Before we get to survival picks, the lines, all that good stuff, I want to remind folks about our partnership with Symbol. And the address is, the, the website address that is, is simbull.app backslash OBI. The promo code of OBI gets you an incentive that is specific to our listeners. First of all, Symbol is where you can buy, sell, and trade teams, teams like their stocks. So if you play the stock market, if you play survival football, if you play fantasy football, Symbol's got to be part of what you do here. It's a lot of fun, and it's a good way to potentially make a good amount of money, whether it's in the Cincinnati Bengals, whether it's in a, a team in another sport. Now baseball's in the rearview mirror. Their season is at least, but basketball is upon us, and there are a lot of different opportunities, a lot of teams in which people can invest in through Symbol to make some money. You can do it as a short-term play. Most people prefer to do it as a long-term play, but go to symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot A-P-P backslash O-B-I and go and check out what they've got going on. If you use the promo code O-B-I, if you deposit up to $500 in your account, that money is protected for the first 90 days. Meaning if you go in there and you start investing in teams and somehow you're losing money and you're, you're kind of unhappy with, with what's going on there, you can pull out of there and they will protect that money and refund any of your losses, cover your losses for the first 90 days. That's how confident they are that if you stick with this and if you 
are a savvy investor, especially in the sports arena, you can make some money off of it. So symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L dot A-P-P backslash O-B-I. Use the promo code O-B-I to get that $500 deposit protection for the first 90 days. And we are happy to continue partnering with symbol throughout the regular season here going forward. Derek. And one of yeah. the, one of the really cool things about it is I, I love, you know, going on there each and every week and checking, you know, I invested in the, the Bengals and I invested in the reds and you can see they're both kind of going in different directions right now. They're, you know, the Bengals are going <laughs> up and the, the reds, unfortunately they're, they started off hot and then they just kind of tapered off at the end and, so those stocks, I think I'm going to have to hold on to a little bit longer. I think you were, uh, if I remember you you telling me, I think you were kind of almost ground level in this thing for for the mm-hmm. Bengals uh, when when we partnered with them back in the spring, right? Yeah, when when I watched your actually your first show with with uh, Kenneth Giles, I and I went on there during the show and invested, and I got, I think I got. Um, my first share was like $15 for the Bengals. So I, I made quite a bit of money on that one. Nice. Good for you. Good for you. That's what it's all about, folks. That is, And that is why we have Derek on the show, because he <laughs> makes savvy investments and savvy moves like that. That is why we do. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we're going to be here a few more minutes if you've got some specific fantasy football questions for Derek, maybe for me, but more so for Derek. Uh, leave leave them for him. And of course, as always, go subscribe to his YouTube channel as well, where he gives out all kinds of different fantasy football advice, a little bit bangle centric, but that's okay. That's what we're all about. That's what we're all about. Let's continue on. We mentioned this guy's name. Uh, well, let's. Since, since we mentioned Bengal-centric, let's go here, okay? We talked about the Cleveland Browns. We talked about Nick Chubb. Um, what, are you, what are you feeling about the Bengals' uh, defense this week? Look, uh, pictured here is, is Logan Wilson, obviously. Cincinnati's defense was atrocious in a lot of different respects. 15 missed tackles in total. I think he was alone credited with three or four by Pro Football Focus. A rough game for a guy who has had largely an outstanding season. He has not come up with the big interception in, in recent games, but you know, the Bengals defense did a lot of good things against the Ravens, a lot of terrible things against the Jets. Um, you've got potentially no OBJ this week. Jarvis Landry is injured, no Kareem Hunt, a couple of offensive linemen out for Cleveland, and of course an injured Baker Mayfield. Is this a good and maybe an angry defense 
based on what happened to him last week. Is this a good week to play the Bengals special teams defensive units in fantasy football? Or because these games have traditionally been shootouts between these two teams, is this something that it's buyer beware a little bit or owner beware with playing the Bengals this week? Yeah, I actually have the Bengals um, as a as a very good start this week. Um, they're they're currently ranked as uh, the DST twelve on the week, which I I don't necessarily agree with. I mean, you look each and every week they're getting constantly getting points because they're getting sacks, they're getting turnovers, they're getting fumbles. They're they're really fine. You know, they have a their nose for the ball. And I think Logan Wilson could potentially have a bounce back week as well. And I see a um, three, at least a three to five sack week coming for the the front line and Trey Hendrickson and all those guys. So the DST is is definitely a a top top ten start this week for sure. The Bengals have been uh, getting quarterback sacks more much more frequently than in years past, but. Um, kind of like the offense a little bit. There's been just a lot, like a long period of dry spells, and then they get one, and then long period of dry spells, even even in terms of pressure, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I, hopefully that changes a bit this week. Again, no Jack Conklin, who who's a very good tackle. Um, Jedrick Wills is a little banged up. And, of course, um, you, you know, you've got a, not the two-headed attack of, of Kareem Hunt and um, – and Nick Chubb there. So a, a lot of different moving parts. The Browns are going to be eager to prove people wrong, though, with all the drama going on with OBJ, et cetera. But um, if you're eager to prove people wrong, you also have to have the personnel to be able to do it. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. We're going to get to a few more plays and whatnot, we, and one of which is a question we got in the live YouTube chat here from Trilly Seb. Um, I got offered DJ Moore and Fournette for Devontae Adams. Should I take it? That's a that's an intriguing one. Adams, of course, out last week with the uh, – I think he was on the COVID list, right? Yeah, yeah. So my my whole thought on this whole – anytime you have a two-for-one matchup, you, you like to be on the better player side of those trades. So I I, I would hold on to, to Devontae Adams on in that case – I do like Leonard Fournette a lot, but it seems like they are just trying to and and I like DJ Moore as well, but you've seen, you know, he had those first few weeks where he looked really, really good. And I think weeks like three through or four through eight have been he just kind of tapered off. So I I like the the, the Devontae Adams side of that thing. I do too. Uh even it, you know, obviously when the I think the other thing uh, is when this trade would go through, um, because now you've got Aaron Rodgers on the COVID list. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that's any kind of coincidence that Devontae Adams was on it, and then <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is on it. Uh, right. Uh, you know, and so you've got Jordan Love starting for at least this week here. You know, I don't I don't know how that plays into it, but Devontae Adams is one of, if not uh, the best wide receiver playing right now in, in the NFL. So um, there's a little bit of a caveat to that, but DJ Moore, a, a talented guy in his own right. Um, but they, you know, Carolina started real hot and they've really cooled off, especially on offense. Darnold has started to struggle a little bit and then Leonard Fournette on the bye week this week. So um, I don't know. Uh, that's, that's something to consider, but a really good question. And please keep those coming. If you've got, um, if you've got more, uh, excuse me, this is from Chris Hubbard. This isn't really a question, but 
Uh, he picked up Jordan Love this week. Do you think that's a good play this week against Kansas City in their defense? To be honest with you, I don't know. Um, you know, we haven't seen Jordan Love other than preseason this year, and I don't really know what to expect from him. He didn't look bad in the preseason, but you could tell. I mean, it's it's no stretch to say he's not Aaron Rodgers, right? So that one, I'm not really sure on. It, it's you know, Chris is in is in the uh, charity league with us. I think he actually played you last week. So, um, he you know, me? That, I, think, I think he did. I, I, I think he did. I think he did. Yeah. That, that might be why he's, he's showing up and, and <laughs> talking a little smack, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I just see, I see Jordan love as being a, a potential start in a two QB league because, you know, in those leagues, they're, they're really had, they're really hard to, uh, to come by. So. Well, here, here he, he, by the way, he follows it up with, I should have lost. Well, that is the story <laughs> of Anthony Cazenza's Fantasy Football League somehow snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory. That is what I do in fantasy football, but that's not that's not what happened. So congratulations, Chris. I'm so happy for you that you beat me. <laughs> uh, let's, let's keep cruising on here. We talked a little Bengals defense. Um, and of course, if you've got a couple of other players that, that you, uh, that I don't ask you about, or th- that some of these folks don't ask you about, I'd love to hear about it, but here is one, um, that we talked about here and that is Michael Carter and Michael Carter had a good game. He had a good one for you last week, kind of a surprising one against the Bengals took advantage of those missed tackles. And don't they also have a Michael Carter on defense too? So that was kind of a confusing. Yeah, yeah they have Michael deal. Carter. The both of them played well. It's like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, uh, what's the viability of him going forward? I noticed not not in a huge way, but I noticed this morning on Twitter, Michael Carter was actually trending um, in terms of fantasy football talk. So I don't know if this was a flash in the pan thing and the Jets overachieve for a week, or if you think that this is kind of the guy that's going to be a little bit of a future. Um, quiet starter or quiet fantasy football contributor. Yeah, I I actually said um, I think three three or so weeks ago that that Michael Carter was a, a guy to potentially trade for because I was seeing the writing on the wall in in New York. You know, Tevin Coleman getting last two weeks being inactive. I don't think is a, is a a bad sign because. It's just it seems like they're starting to lean on their on their rookie running back more, and he's he's been shown out. So, you know, I I think he's here to stay. Right now, he's he's ranked in the uh, the top twelve in, in in running back rankings, and you know, you just see, especially with as long as Mike White's out there, you know, he does not he is not afraid to take the checkdowns. He's not afraid, you know, guys like Patrick Mahomes, guys like you know all these these big time arms, Zach or Zach Wilson's the same way. He, they, they kind of, they tend to get bored of, of doing the whole, you know, check down, check down, check down thing. And Mike White's just like, Hey, if you're going to give it to me every single play, I'll take it. And I think, I think um, that was actually your guys' stat of the week last night. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that he had like, like 260 yards after, after cat, after the catch. And it's crazy, but, if they're going to continue to play like that, Michael Carter is going to continue to be a a top twelve fantasy running back. And this is why we love Derek. He he listens to our show. He knows why. Yeah, let me look. I just love it. 
brings it brings it back full circle. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Um, so a, a good and interesting player there for teams in their fantasy football leagues. Um, who? What other individual players might you be looking at before we kind of move into survival talk and uh, lines for individual game picks here and, and jet on out of here? Yeah, so um, my uh, my starts of the week this week, um, I'm going back to the well with Carson Wentz, and um, that'll, that'll lean into to, to some of my survivor uh, questions that I have this week. And then um, – He's he's ranked wide or quarterback sixteen this week. I definitely think he'll finish in the top twelve. And like I said for you earlier, AJ Dillon, he's ranked uh, running back thirty three this week. I think he'll he'll definitely finish within the top twenty four. So those two there are um, some starts of the week. Mo Alley Cox, I like him this week as well because he's he's just a tight end that that seems to be have a nose for the end zone. And then uh, Tyler Boyd. I, I really do think that last week was kind of his breakout week. So I look for those four to, as, as potential starters. And then as far as um, sets go, uh, Justin Herbert, I have him as a set this week just because of the the uh, the matchup that they have. And I don't know I don't know what it is about him. It's just like you know one week he plays really well, and then the next week he just ha- kind of has a down week. And I just I, I'm afraid that um, you know Philadelphia, their their defense for some reason, it they they showed out last week. So Justin Herbert and then Khalil Herbert being uh, a sit of the week as well, which I just saw that um, David Montgomery was actually designated to return. So if David Montgomery does return, does he get the the same share that he had before he got injured, and and Khalil Herbert just kind of takes a back seat again? And I'm just not sure on that whole situation. Yeah, the Chargers just kind of up and down every every week, right? Um, I mean, they started off hot, and then the last couple of weeks they've uh, they've really struggled there. So interesting stuff from Derek Davis, aka the Orange Arrow. All right, let's if you're if you're good with it, let's transition to survival football uh, and and what people should do this week because it gets more and more tenuous as the weeks go on. If, depending on how your league is constructed. Mine is constructed in the way that, you know, you can't obviously if you pick a team, you can't pick them again. That's just kind of the, the deal there. So right. I think that's how most, most of them do it unless people get really wonky with them. But I have hung on to the bills and that is who I have selected somewhat reluctantly this week. And I, you know, I don't, I say somewhat reluctantly because I, I think I at least tend to overthink this thing a little bit when I look at, when I look at some of the matchups, um, here is who I cannot pick anymore. Uh, and I am I am still alive after eight weeks. Uh, San Francisco, Green Bay, the Raiders, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Rams, the Buccaneers, and the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs barely got, got me past it last week. I've had a couple of close calls. <laughs> Excuse me, mm-hmm. Bengals, being, Bengals being one uh, in week four against the Jags. So... I mean, I've got a number of teams left, but I mean, when you look at some of the matchups, I thought about Broncos at Cowboys, maybe, maybe Dallas, um, you know, Texans, Dolphins. I don't even want to, I don't even want to touch that thing. Um, maybe <laughs> the home Saints hosting the Falcons, but divisional game, Atlanta's real Jekyll and Hyde, right? 
mm-hmm. you know, you've got Patriots and Panthers, both teams four and four. I don't know what either of those teams are at this point in time. Um, Chargers at the Eagles. Maybe this is a week that the Chargers bounce back. I don't know. Uh, Cardinals at 49ers. I don't really like that one, even though San Francisco struggling. Cardinals um, coming off a loss and and a long, long week um, because of the Thursday night game. But, you know, they're on the road. I don't know. Uh, I don't really like the Chicago-Pittsburgh game. So uh, Bills at the Jaguars currently has my pick. Yeah, so I'm gonna need I'm gonna need our um, our lovely listeners and your advice as well. Let's just let's talk through this because I need somebody to talk me out of Indianapolis tonight. I just I feel like what I like to do I like to save Buffalo. I like to save you know the Dallas Cowboys. I like to save those and and maybe that's one. This is one of those weeks that I'm I need to save them for because. For some reason, that that Indianapolis one is really talking to me. You know, the the Jets kind. I feel like they kind of outdone themselves last week, and I just look for Indy. You know, losing last week in the heartbreaker that they lost. I just look for them to kind of have a bounce back. They're, uh, you know, if you wanted to go on the lines.com, they are looks like currently a ten and a half point favorite. So. I like that them a lot. The Saints, I don't really like because you don't know who the starting quarterback is. It looks like it could be Taysom Hill, but is it going to be Trevor Simeon? We don't really know. The Bills one, I do. I really like that one. I like it a lot, but I, I'm one of those that likes to save those picks. And then the Dallas Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites over the Denver Broncos. But I just, the Dallas Cowboys have lost one game. And this is crazy to think about. They've lost one game, and yet they continually are are undervalued every single week. And I just I, – I feel like that would be another easy one to pick. So, And then the Miami Dolphins, I was like, you know what? I could pick Miami and then get that one out of the way. But do I want to live life dangerously? I don't, I don't <laughs> really know. <laughs> well, here is the the website, the lines, um, week nine odds here. So you can Joey B is the the cover guy there. Um, so I guess I guess this ties into what you're talking about a bit. Um, look, I mean, you've got the Colts and the Jets. Uh, Jet, like you said, the the Colts at home, a ten point favorite over the Jets. You know, this could be this is a really tricky one because this could be a deal where Mike White falls on his face you know, um, or, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I, I, that, that one is really, really tricky as we get to, I don't like the 10 point line personally. Um, but, uh, you know, the Colts being at home, the jets coming off an emotional win, that could be something definitely that, that someone looks at. I don't know that I would touch the Bengals Browns. Not that I really, I have Cleveland available, but I don't, I don't feel confident in that pick. Uh, Cowboys is really kind of the only other one. You see the big 10 point margin there. Uh, Saints are favored by six and a half at home over the Falcons, a divisional game. So maybe I'm just overthinking that one a little bit. Winston is actually, he, he had an ACL tear, so he is out oh, for done. the year. Yeah, yeah he's done. Yeah. yeah. And um, right. there's been talks of possibly a Phillip Rivers calling. That's right. But yeah. I don't, I don't really know that. Like you said, that situation's a little murky. But um, Taysom Hill 
is um, I don't know if he's back yet this week or not. So, yeah, a lot of just a lot of questions around that one. So, I I, I still am kind of you know I'm thinking Buffalo is going to go in there and and do what they need to do, but it does scare me that that one's on the road there a little bit. And there's many others either which I cannot pick or um, mm-hmm. that I just I don't really feel great about. Um, here's an interesting one here. And the t- the Titans at the Rams. Titans a seven and a half point dog here. Uh, and, and I think a large part of that has to do with the Derrick Henry injury there. But um, yeah, uh, favorite wise or or line wise, how do you feel about that? Um, is it just this might be a, just a tough game, even even if Tennessee is to be able to get over and still be a competitive team without Derrick Henry. Is just is this just a week where you say, you know, um, uh, this is going to be a growing pain week in order for them to kind of figure out how to get past that loss. Yeah. So um, betting wise, I don't mind the seven and a half point favorite. It's crazy because it's, it's almost like Derrick Henry's getting that, that starting quarterback uh, bump where you know the starting quarterback goes goes out and then all of a sudden the lines jump way up because Vegas doesn't you know they they want to try to keep the keep the money 50-50 so to speak. So I I like the seven and a half points, but as far as um survivor picks go, I don't really know if I would if I would take the Rams on that one. So but betting wise I do like Tennessee plus seven and a half. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if I've convinced you in, in terms of maybe going just going with the Bills and not getting cute with it at this point. I don't know if you feel like you want to stash the Bills going forward here. Um, these are, but again, as you go on through these weeks, this is when some of these upsets occur, like last week with the Jets and the Bengals, and people get you know knocked out and uh, you know by by playing yeah. what they feel is a certain bet, but. Sometimes also you you take one that you're not overly certain about and you try and hang on to a team later on. And here we are midway through the, through the season basically. And, mm-hmm. you know, you also kind of, kind of got to keep yourself afloat. So there is an interesting strategy here. I think I'm going to keep rolling with the bills, but you've, you've given me some, some food for thought for the next few hours here. Um, yeah, it, it it's crazy. There was I think there was like thirty something people left in in my my work survivor pick pool, and it it went all the way down to nine this week. So oh wow, yeah. So yeah, there was a lot of people that either took the Bengals or maybe it took the uh, the uh, Buccaneers or you know there was a lot of crazy stuff happened last week. So this one also not just because of AFC North ramifications, but the Ravens hosting the Vikings, definitely one that we want to keep an eye on here. The Ravens are six point favorites. Here's the thing with this. Yes, it's at home. And yes, the Ravens are, uh, you know, they're coming off a bye week, right? But Mm -hmm. Minnesota played Cleveland very tough and very close. They played the Bengals very tough and very close at home for the Browns on the road for the Bengals. I don't know. I, I what, what do you think about the six point spread here? I feel you know Minnesota kind of getting dogged because of the loss to a backup quarterback last week in Dallas. I, I don't know. Um, that one kind of sticks out to me a little bit as well. Yeah. So that was almost a perfect 
transition, Anthony, because oh, the Vikings plus six, <laughs> the Vikings plus six is, is probably one of my best bets of the week. Um, because each and every week it's like the Vikings are right there within, you know, every single week they're they're If they lose, they're losing by, you know, a couple points. They done it against us. They done it last week against Dallas. So I, I looked for the Vikings to, uh, you know, I unfortunately I picked the Vikings plus two and a half, and I think they lost by like three or four last week, if I'm not mistaken. So they're they're staying in these games. I just think plus six is is too much. They seem to be um, personifying my fantasy football situation, <laughs> where they're just the kings of the bad beats, right? I mean, they just yeah lost yeah. an overtime to the Bengals, lost an ugly one to the Browns. You know, it's just like you said, lost barely on Halloween. And and I think they're what, three and four right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, those four losses, it's kind of like the Bengals three losses. Right. It's kind of like, you know, they're, they're combined of very minimal points if I were to look at it. So anyway, that one stuck out to me a little bit. Any others that you feel like folks should take a look at? um this week including maybe even that buffalo jags game because of that huge point differential there in terms of the line yeah so um one of my favorite ones and you know we this is always you know this is a Bengals show so we're going to talk Bengals. one of my favorite one is um the Bengals. right now it looks like on bet online they've actually moved to uh minus one so it looks like there's a lot of money coming in on the Brown side of things. So if you want to take the Bengals, I would look to probably wait until Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, close before kickoff, because maybe you can get better value um, on that bet. You might even you might even get Bengals plus points if the, if enough money comes in on on the Cleveland side of things. So that's one, that's another one I like, and then. Um, I like the Bears. I like the Bears at plus six and a half over Pittsburgh, just because it seems like if the if Pittsburgh's going to win each and every week, it's it's by very minimal. And they like to, if you wanted to uh, look at the under, I think the under is like under forty right now in that game. So I like that one a lot as well. Okay, sounds good. Uh, I I think that's gonna do it for at least for me in terms of uh, you know things I have to share. Anything else before we we hop out of here, Derek? Um, pieces of not advice, really. Nothing that I can really think about. I mean, no, I think that's about it. Okay. As I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Well, once again, I want to uh, I want to promote your YouTube channel. Here it is on YouTube. I'm going to put the link in our live chats for folks to go over there and subscribe to your show. Um, You do a little bit of everything over there, right? Best bets, et cetera. So tell us a little bit more about it one more time. Yeah, absolutely. So every Wednesday, every Friday, come see me, come hang out. Um, If you don't want want to sit there and watch me for, you know, I I think I do 15 minutes on, on Fridays and then normally like to keep it around like 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 what we do over here so on wednesdays um you can find me on my podcast it's basically wherever you can get your podcast now so apple i or itunes apple it's all the same thing but um stitcher places like that so um 
yeah, I just talk best bets on Fridays and um, and on Wednesdays we talk fantasy football. So come hang out and we will have some fun. Sounds good. Well, thanks for all the great advice. Thanks for your time. We always say, oh, let's keep this brief. And then, of course, we're going almost an hour. So I appreciate your time, Aaron. You're a busy <laughs> guy. And uh, hopefully you have a good time and watch the Bengals beat the Browns in the first go-around of the Battle of Ohio in person this week. So uh, good, good luck to you and have, have some fun with that. If you're new it to is, this show, go ahead. I was going to say it is Salute to Service Week, so – you know, wear your camo, support the troops, support the uh, the veterans and everybody, and, and come hang out and have some fun. Take some pictures with an idiot wearing a mask if you want to. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Not the idiot part, but absolutely in terms of uh, <laughs> honoring the veterans, et cetera, Veterans Day coming up next week. And uh, appreciate those who are veterans who are currently serving and or first responders, et cetera. Thank you for what you do most definitely. And uh, like you said, it's a salute to service weekend around the league and in Cincinnati. So um, be sure to, you know, give a, give a nod to the, to the servicemen and women that uh, help out this country for sure. That's going to do it for us. Get this show on YouTube. There's a little logo down there at the bottom of the screen under Derek, click that to subscribe and the bell to be notified when we go live and when new content is available. And then, of course, you can get this show on your favorite audio platform, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, any of those. Um, go ahead and get that and subscribe. You can get our show, Ace and Zim's, Orange is the New Black, as well as Matt Mannix Chalk Talk and Coach Speak. So check that out. And we appreciate any feedback and any, uh, any ratings you would leave there. And this is one of... The, the handful of episodes that we have on a, on a weekly slate, whether it's our happening headlines, our, our weekly Wednesday show with John Sheeran and myself, this fantasy show, which is a weekly staple, our listener questions live, which we will be doing tomorrow afternoon. So join us for that and submit your questions to that. And then, of course, our postgame show, which we do as well. So check that out and be sure to subscribe, leave a rating, etc. Thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend. Let's hope the Bengals... Get a win, and let's hope that you have a successful fantasy football weekend. Thanks to Derek Davis, a.k.a. the Orange Arrow. Take it easy, everybody. Absolutely.